This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here today to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. And as always, we're coming to the coming to you, that is, from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel, where all of the podcasts are filled with spirituality. Yes, there's nothing more spiritual than listen to me speak about your money. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to shoot me an email at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. So you need to have something. Do you really need it? Do you want it? What's the difference between a want and a need when it comes to acquisitions to finances that's what we're going to discuss on the show this week i oftentimes people say oh i need this i just have to have it i need it like i need water like bread and water if i don't have bread and water i'm not going to survive if i don't have the iphone 24 i'll live i tell it to my kids all the time so you don't have to have the newest gadget. In fact, get rid of the stupid smartphones and read a book. Go outside and run around. That's another conversation. That'll be my parenting podcast. That'll be coming up right after this one. So stay tuned on the Aaron Katzman radio channel when we speak about parenting. Just kidding. Have you ever just needed to buy those shoes or that new electronic gadget? So recently... I met with this couple, they just needed to buy a car, and I underline, emphasize, italicize, and bolden the word needed. So they had about 40,000 shekel, for those of you who live outside of Israel, that's the Israeli currency, it's the equivalent of about, oh, what do you say, $12,000, give or take, and they needed to buy a car, and the car was only three years old with low mileage. That's what they heard about. Their friend said, you've got a great car, three years old, low mileage. It's only 70,000 shekel. Uh, keep in mind, they had 40,000 shekel. So they came to me because they wanted me to give them the stamp of approval to go ahead and purchase the more expensive car. Now, it's really interesting. Everybody comes to me for financial st the stamp of approval. I consult with people all the time about their personal finances. And you know what? They never want to take responsibility for their own actions it's really really interesting it's like i'm the grand master and if i say that they can do it then they can do it and you know what it's my fault if it doesn't work out for them it's really interesting people don't want to take responsibility for their actions i find that fascinating that's another topic for a podcast but back to the story of the car they tried convincing me that due to the low mileage the car is going to keep its blue book value a lot more than if they, you know, when they go ahead and sell it in a couple of years if they need to. It'll require less maintenance and that's cheaper for them. They kept going on and on and on and on. Why they should, you know what? Take a bank loan. Yes, a car loan for an extra 30,000 shekels, which they don't have, to buy the more expensive car. I gave them the stamp of approval. Guess what? 
I gave him the stamp approval for the cheaper car. <laughs> You're not going to convince me that it pays to go into debt for a car. Remember, I'm the grandmaster. How many times have I written, if you can't afford it, buy it? Right? They came to the wrong person. You want to get the car, like go to Visa or MasterCard. If you can't afford it, hey, we'll give it to you. Go to the bank. If you can't afford it, we'll give you a loan. But if you come to me, if you can't afford it, don't buy it. Okay? Have I ever said that before? It's like a broken right. No, you're not listening to playback of the podcast. I know I say it like five times every week, but the fact is if you can't afford it, don't buy it. If you don't get anything out of this podcast, this is the only time you ever listen to me and you're like, this guy is an idiot and I'm turning off the station, okay? Just take with you one thing. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. As I have spoken about, as I have written about, I do a ton of volunteer work for an organization which helps people get out of debt. Now, one of the exercises that we do is we have individuals keep track of all their expenses, right? Nothing strange about that. Most, you know, debtors, getting out of debtors clubs or programs um, make you keep track of your expenses. But we do it with a catch. Not only do they need to write down each and everything that they spend money on, but they have to rank the expenses. And it's not like one through five. We have four levels of expenses, vital, important, not so important, and luxury. Now, this is really an eye-opening exercise. Why? Because when people have to be accountable to themselves or their significant others about how and where they're spending money, voila, changes start to happen. When one sees in black and white how much money is being thrown away on things which aren't really necessary or actually a luxury for that couple, suddenly the ability to cut down on expenses is much easier to do. Right? If you're eating pizza for lunch every day, okay, and you hide it from everybody other than your your gut, which is going to expand and that won't be hidden from everybody. But if you hide the fact you're spending money on pizza and Coke every day, that's one thing. But if you've got to write it down and be accountable to your spouse, what are you going to tell them? Oh, I got to have it. If I don't have pizza and Coke for lunch, whew, I'm just going to melt away. No, it's not water. It's not bread. Why don't you eat a carrot for lunch? You could use it. <laughs> that's cruel. I know that's cruel. But I get this stuff all the time, so just, I'm getting everything off my chest. You're listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. We're here to speak to you about your money, your life, and your, your life, your money, and your finances. If you got any questions or comments, email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il, or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Calm. We're speaking about the difference between needing something and wanting something. Now, we can convince ourselves that we need something, but it really is that we only want something. You follow that? Think twice. When creating your budget, there are certain expenditures which you can't avoid. Right? You've got to pay rent or you've got to make mortgage payments. You've got to pay the utilities, school tuitions. These are all fixed expenses. Vacations, gym memberships trips to the salon to do your nails, cable TV, those are wants. I know that in today's society, those are needs, but they aren't, okay? Those are wants. Interestingly, I didn't include food in that list, did I? I didn't say that it's a need, and I didn't say it's fixed. I didn't say it's a, it's a want. You know why? Because food has elements of both. Certain foods are staples, are staples, and they're vital, right? Whereas, I don't know, cheesecake, on sale isn't vital. Even certain things that usually are luxuries certain times can be vital on occasion. Let's say 
it's the middle of the summer and you're in Israel and it's like 5,000 degrees outside. You've got four runny-nosed little snotty kids screaming at you that they want ice cream. And if they don't want ice cream, they're going to do a demonstration on the sidewalk and they're going to sit down. Civil disobedience at a young age. What are you to do? Well, you know what you're to do. You're to buy them ice cream. And that leads us back to the parenting podcast. Just kidding. But, you know, that in that situation, the point is, in that situation, it's vital to buy the ice cream for your sanity. Or if it's pouring outside, instead of usually walk, well, you can let your treat yourself to a cab. That would be vital. Okay? But if you're going to take your kids to ice cream every single day and then take them home in a cab when you live right around the corner, well, that's called stupid. That's called a want. Okay? So... You know, it's important that you distinguish. We tend to think that there are certain things that we can never live without. But what I would define them as luxuries. Now, I found on this on this website, balance.com, this lady, Paula Pant, wrote a really interesting story how Ron Lieber, who wrote for finance for the New York Times, which I don't usually read, and that's why I found it on somebody else's blog, because I don't really read the New York Times, once interviewed Elmo. Remember Elmo? about the difference between needs and wants. Lieber asked, he put it this way, it's brilliant, right? If Cookie Monster is really hungry for a cookie, does that mean he needs it or he wants it? So Elmo didn't miss a beat. He wants it, Elmo replied. But if you ask Cookie Monster, he thinks he needs it, right? And therein lies the secret, right? That says it all, says Pant. She says, sometimes our wants are so powerful that we can't imagine living without that item. We'd feel like Cookie Monster without cookie, without a cookie. But sorry to break the news, Cookie Monster. A cookie's a want, not a need, no matter how much you love it. And that really is, right? We can go right back to the basics. Go back to the Cookie Monster and Elmo to teach you personal finance. You don't have to come to the Grandmaster Katzman. You know, flip on Sesame Street. Be realistic. I'm not saying that you should go without luxuries. I'm the last person to say that, right? Go on vacation, whatever it is, right? If your budget will allow it and you've budgeted and you have money for certain luxuries, then by all means, go ahead and treat yourself. I mean, you're allowed to use and enjoy your money. But if you can't afford to take the family to France for skiing in the winter with the rest of your friends, maybe go camping for three or four days in the summer because that fits your financial situation. Okay? Go camping. Is that cruel? No. You can have plenty of fun and have family memories without spending tens of thousands of dollars. Wealth does not bring you happiness. It's time for us to be honest, okay? You need to start analyzing each purchase you make by making sure that it's something you really, really need and you can afford. If you can honestly differentiate between needs and wants, you're going to be in an extremely better financial situation and ultimately be able to indulge every now and then in luxury because we will save money and you won't be in debt. Okay, so understand, be true to yourself, right? Do you really need that or do you really want that? And if you can analyze that and come to the correct conclusion that most of what you want, you don't really need, you're going to be way ahead of the game financially. You've been listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments about what you heard, email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. AaronKatzman.com. Aaron Katzman.com. Until next time.